When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Monday! Welcome, it's the Laurie and Julia Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. It's the start of another exciting week here at My Talk. Yes, we do. Yes, okay. we do, Johnny. Thanks. Go. The band's back together. The band's back together. Yeah. Laurie's back. Before we get into uh, no. everything you and your Mooty did all over the weekend, um, we got to give a big shout out to um, Marsh Walzer, who is retiring from media today. And oh my gosh! I feel like Ooh. everyone in the Twin Cities has worked with Mark and Marsh. Marsh in one way or another. Um, I know he hired me from a job. He started. He was one of the big salespeople here when we were FM one hundred and seven. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. So wow. um, I just I know that's happening. So Marsh, we're thinking about you and always have some of the funniest memories because he was such a riot to work with. Yeah. It's a great guy. So congrats to you, Marsh, on your retirement. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Lori, your well, mom came to, here from Seattle. Yes. We've and just been ra- well, just rallying around the Northland, Julia. Was it cold up there? Was it okay? Uh, it was. You know, as my mom said, she hasn't felt warm until we walked in my backyard this morning because oh. it was seventies in Duluth. Mm-hmm. You know, all right, and uh, but we had a nice lake day, and our weekend claim to fame we agreed was going to see Mama Mia yesterday. Was it? it tell me, it was fabulous. So, my mom was a little bit blue, it would have been her husband's 80th birthday. Oh, Steve, there was a bit of unnecessary family drama that happened, and and it always is unnecessary. Always, I, unnecessary. I, I would say, with is family there drama, necessary? yeah, right, that's unnecessary. So Anyway, we had um, lunch with her friend that she's known since elementary school, Carol. And we, um, then we went to, I said, let's go see Mama movie, Mama Mia. Let's just, and it was so much fun. The beautiful Lily James and Amanda Seyfried were wonderful. All the return people, Christine Baranski, Julie Walters, Pierce Brosnan cannot sing at all. (laughs) But, you know, Andy Garcia played this funky character. And, of course, Cher steals the movie. But the island, the clothes, the beautiful... It just was uplifting. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's kind of... It was just uplifting, and it was a theater. There might have been two guys. We went to like a 120 mm-hmm. yesterday. Might have been two, and all of them, it just made everyone so happy. I love that, and that's what there... There was just a story in Variety that came out this afternoon, is that Mama Mia's Here We Go Again didn't win the box office this weekend, the Denzel Washington one, mm-hmm. but it did very well. 
but why it's still a win is because um, people can't make everything for 13-year-old boys in the summer anymore. Yep. And what people want is a low-stakes, like-hearted, pure fun movie where people leave and it was. the theater with something to feel good about. Yes, it was. And I want the orange skirt that Lily James wore. And oh, the I don't even know. Amanda Seyfried. They just, the clothing. And you know what is interesting, though? Because Amanda Seyfried and Lily James are actors who can happen to sing. Yes, they are. Yes. So the three guys who play Meryl Streep's, you know, the three Husband, guys that she the, meets, da- baby daddies, the, the maybe. three dads, uh-huh. the young versions of them, uh, can they? You sing? can tell they're Broadway. Oh, like that all right. they're yeah. okay. That they, we don't necessarily know any of them from any TV shows or movie, but they want they got Broadway guys because they carry. They do a lot of the so this lifting goes back. and singing. How did Donna get pregnant? Uh, no, how does Donna come to be on that island? How oh. does Donna come to be on that island? And her daughter is opening the Hotel Belladonna. I love that. Oh, oh. What a great name for a hotel, Belladonna. I know. Oh, it. how fun. And All then right. you know who's in it? A weird small part, but he plays this in a band. You know, who's the guy in Game of Thrones, Donnie, who went around with Arya, the hand, or what was his name? Not the hand. Oh, the, the, the big guy with the, the big beard. Guy with, with the, with the mask, with the, the mask. mask. No, not oh, when he's no. got the mushed in face. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's in Mamma Mia. He is. Really? He's a taver- he's a taverna band leader, and oh my, oh. God. <laughs> that's he- weird. No, it sounds like fun. Oh. It just sounds We're- delightful. He's the and leader fun. of this band in a bar that his mom owns. Oh, and, I love it. Oh yeah, it was just we loved it, and then we saw like six previews and the modern retelling of Little Women. We're gonna. Oh. There's a lot of good movies for us coming out in the fall, but there's a modern retelling of Little Women. That just looks good. It does. Have you oh, seen good. that? No, preview? I haven't. And then we saw the preview for Crazy Rich Asians, which oh, you're gonna go so, see it again. I know. I it. know. It opens August fifteenth. August. 8th. Oh, is it August eighth? Oh, 8th. that movie was so great. I of course will go see it. That reminds me like of a. Bridget Jones Diary, the yeah. original, that I could just go see and see, see and see yeah. and see and see. Because there's more stuff to see every absolutely. time. It's so lush and opulent. Oh, Lori, it's so fun. Well, How about I'm you glad. guys? What was your weekend claim to fame? Well, um, I, well mine okay. involves... <laughs> You're stumbling. It, no, stumbling. This is always no, good. No. It, was, it was such a claim to fame that I needed a little time to claim. Well, all right, here's what it was. Okay. It involved a woman that can barely speak. Uh-huh. Or move mm-hmm. a woman who is sort of blind and on oxygen. Oh my! And an emergency call. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! And I can't even tell you. Um, you know, people know my mom has global aphasia, mm-hmm. and so her speech is very limited. And she was in the hospital over this past week. She's fine, but um, we get a call, and I'm at her house with her after we get home from the hospital yeah. on Saturday, and we get a call. You know, whatever my mom's name is. Yeah. This is so and so. I need you immediately. Okay, so that's how it starts on my mom's um, Facebook thing or whatever that iPad thing is, iPad. Uh And so we're all listening to it. It's my nephew, my mom, and me. And so I have no idea where this woman lives in my mom's apartment building. Mm -hmm. My mom is weak and just in the hospital and can't really move. Oh, no. But she can't tell me the room number because she can't really say numbers. Yeah. So you should have seen Curly... Larry and, and Mo, Mo. Oh, trying to find, trying yeah. to find my mom 
knew immediately, but oh, getting boy. up and on her, you know, kind of her, you know, she's on a walk again. Yeah. And in, we're in an emergency mode because the woman sounded like it's this huge emergency. Right, right, right. Like she's and so, fallen and she right, can't get And my mom get can barely move or talk, but she has to show us. My nephew and I are like, oh my gosh, what's going on? So then we get to the, the it's a floor down and in a different area in my mom's apartment complex. And so we get in the door and the woman answers the phone and her oxygen thing is a kind of a Kimbo on her face and hanging and her, her hair is kind of wild. She's like, oh, thank God you came. I can't see and I dropped my hearing aid. Oh, and boy. I literally <laughs> walked in and thought, I stepped on something. But I, you know, and so so she's got her oxygen thing. My mom is barely, she's so weak. I'm listening. Did you break the hearing aid? I don't think so. Okay. Huh. And then I'm like, oh, it's right here. You know, oh, no. and then behind her is like what looks like a, a Target red shopping cart and so my nephew is like why does she have a target shopping cart in her apartment right and so just the looks of all three of us and so that's how people in apartment buildings move you know in shopping carts yeah oh and so he's taking it <laughs> out to pick one up along the way okay. i know i was laughing so hard and and just watching these women she can't see and can't really breathe my mom can't move and can't talk my nephew's like what is going on around me and i just got the giggles so oh bad and then, it was it was so funny everything turned out fine but yeah. we didn't know the emergency i thought did she fall what are right, we gonna right, do right. and i'm like how do we get there when you can't talk yeah so wow. it was one of those it was such a lucio but Larry. <sighs> I can see it. Oh, no. I it was so it. funny. It's going to be us in the home. Mm-hmm. It's yes. totally. No, I had I visions I of know. us in the home. And Donnie, you're probably going to be with us. I'll be carrying your bags. Yeah. I hope so. It's yeah. about time. Or pushing you around in the wheelchair. <laughs> we got to go. When we come back, we've got stories we can't get enough of. It involves cocaine, a hot guy, and... Uh, can I just say a hi to somebody real quick? Yeah. Please. Okay, because I got... Because we should do your claim to fame. Oh, uh, Scottish Fair, Blues and Funk Fest, uh, Lumberjack Days, all three on Saturday. Very busy. Oh, my gosh. And, and hi to Amy from Lacrosse, who ran up to me and said, Are you Donnie Love? Yes, I am. And she took a picture. She was very sweet. So hi to Amy from Lacrosse. Now we can go. All right. We'll be back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this gorgeous Monday. Um, Dennis Quaid did a pre-taped uh, interview with our favorite Megan Kelly from um, the Megan Kelly Show on Today. You know they were promoting this so hard because she doesn't get celebrities ever, ever. She flew out. He's playing Ronald Reagan in a movie yeah. that hasn't been filmed yet, but it's going to be released in 2019, right? The holiday time. And so she flew out they, to the Reagan Ranch yeah, in they, Santa Barbara. They gave excerpts. They released them. To everybody. To everybody starting on Saturday. Saturday. And know. then more again. I just thought, well, Megan Kelly doesn't get any big gets as far as celebrities. So maybe who's ever doing the movie also owns NBC or whatever. You know That's what I mean? That's probably because it was a sit down. It was, I listened to the, it was 15 minutes. Yeah. Um. So... Here, here are just kind of the highlights of it. So Dennis Quaid um, is from was a rancher in Montana, and he always loves the wilderness and everything. And I told you a long time ago, my little sister was at a party with him. Yeah, and he was known for his cocaine wild partying days in the eighties. So here he is weighing in on his cocaine days. 
There was a time when the music almost stopped for Quaid, and his faith was tested. You've been pretty open about the fact that you were a cocaine addict for yeah, a while. Yeah, right. How's that affected your life? I grew up in the uh, 60s and 70s, and there was a completely different attitude about it back then, and you know, even in some movie budgets. But, you know, I kept roaring on. Movie budgets? You know, I was basically doing cocaine pretty much on a daily basis during the 80s. Wow. I'd spent many, many uh, a night uh, screaming at God to please take this away from me. I'll never do it again because I've only got an hour before I have to be at work. And uh, at about four o'clock in the afternoon, I would go, that's not so bad. I had a, what I call a white light experience where I saw myself uh, either dead or losing everything that meant anything to me. Engaged to Meg Ryan at the time, he says he had to sit her down and tell her exactly what was going on. And then he checked himself into rehab. That was the end of the love affair for me with, 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 uh, with cocaine. And I didn't play music for a while because it was so connected to, uh, to music. I meditated for 10 years straight and uh, uh, I read the Bible, uh, I read the Dharmapada, I read the Bhagavad Gita, I read the Quran, I read the, you know, I just started really delving into the, the mystery because that's what addiction is really about. It's about trying to fill up a hole inside yourself. And I thought, how I about thought, the thing where he said it was in the movie budget? budget. Yeah. He just kind of glossed I know over he that because he was in, you know, Dennis Quaid has like literally been in so many 80s and 90s movies, starting with Breaking Away, 1979, where mm-hmm. we first had a crush on him. Oh, beautiful. The right stuff. The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. That was his comeback, he said, because after he... he After um, Wyatt Earp? Stopped doing drugs and everything. He said it kind of hurt his career. Here he is talking about... You know, he's talking about, um, Donnie, let's play, um, let's play, num- all right, we'll just go on already. Yeah, how he, how much he admired Ronald Reagan's love life, love okay. affair with Nancy. About the parallels between your life and Reagan's life. You, you've been divorced. He was divorced, too. He wound up finding the yeah. love of his life in Nancy Reagan. That, to me, the greatest accomplishment I think he would think of his life would be his relationship with Nancy. What do you think she meant to him? Everything. Yeah, I think everything. I think that's what he wanted more than anything. To have a a close intimacy with another person for your entire life. Isn't that what everybody wants? (laughs) Have you found it? Uh, I can't answer that yet. Uh, I can't answer that yet. And I'll tell music. you why. I know the music. It was like, oh, tell me, well, tell me. One of his his quotes when he broke up with Meg Ryan because they were married ten years. When you break up, your whole identity is shattered. It's like death. That's a Dennis Quaid. Ooh. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Quote about breaking up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you and something. it's true. It's, it, that is the one thing that I've learned through my divorce and everything is that you have to, it's like a death. It is. A and whole you, way of life And no one died. ever talks about mourning it. I mean, and mm-hmm. it takes quite a while to get through it. Yeah. And no matter if you wanted it or didn't want it, well, it's still. I think if you, I, I think if it's an abusive situation, if you're leaving because it's absolutely, the, it, many times marriages though break up because for all kinds of other reasons that have nothing to do with abuse. Yeah. So those are the harder marriages or relationships to mourn if somebody is clearly being abusive whether that's, it's that's yeah. a, you're happy to yeah. walk away and you don't think twice about it and there's nothing to mourn because there was nothing there those are easier to break sure. up from yeah but like yeah like it took me you know like with my first husband you know we were together almost 10 years mm-hmm. i was i was sad for you know a good three or four years it was very painful yeah very painful it's, it'll be five years for me this september yeah and it's, um, yeah. So that is a true totally, thing. Right, let's yep. the next one about okay. it. Because he just broke up with his third wife, the mother of the twins that almost died. Yes. Mm-hmm. Married and divorced three times, 64-year-old Quaid is optimistic about love. Currently dating 32-year-old model Santa Azuna since 2016. I like to be in a relationship. I know. It's more fun. <laughs> Do you feel pressured in that kind of relationship when you're older and she's so much younger? Like, I would be at the gym no. every day. <laughs> well, I always have been at the gym every day because I'm vain. <laughs> no, she and I, we don't think about it. I'm sure a lot of other people do. But, hey, they'll just have to get used to it. I recently interviewed Goldie Hawn, and we talked about the pressure on women to not age in Hollywood. Yeah. Do you feel that at all as a male star? As a male, no. No, it's fine. No, never, no, not even a question. You're allowed to age? Of course you are. Good. Yeah. Yeah, there's always a role for some, you know, for some wretched old dude. That's <laughs> so true. But it's, keeping Quaid young are his three children. I tell my kids, find something you love to do and then figure out a way to get paid for it. Then you got maybe a third of your life. So, I mean, isn't that interesting? So basically, he's with a 32-year-old and there's a 32-year difference between mm-hmm. the two. And he said, it's not in some of these cuts that basically said it's too t- too soon to tell if I'm in that relationship the right one the, uh, what he said prior to yeah that. yes yeah and then yeah. also in this next one no what he we says won't. about meg ryan no and then um the thing that he said about um men feeling the pressure to age they don't have any pressure at all in hollywood no isn't that something mm. bastards yeah no kidding <laughs> mm-hmm. well here he is he's worked with some famous co-stars so here he is talking about them and before i let him go i had to ask about some of his famous former co-stars I want to ask you about a couple of your female leads. What comes to mind when I say Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep? <coughs> jokester. Just the most relaxed person I ever worked with. Uh, Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell. What a beautiful, beautiful soul. Oh. Natasha Richardson. 
Quaid's co-star in the 1998 movie The Parent Trap tragically died in 2009 after a skiing accident. Uh, she had those two boys. And, uh, and She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. Trending online this afternoon would be Alita Battle Angel, a new trailer for the upcoming movie produced by James Cameron and based on the popular anime, is out right now. Alita Battle Angel is out in theaters in December. Also, the moon trending today and also throughout the rest of the week because the longest lunar eclipse of the century will be taking place on Friday. According to NASA, the moon will transform into a reddish-orange color for a bit more than 100 minutes on Friday, so here's hoping to clear skies. Also, trending would be Ryan Lochte. The swimmer has accepted a 14-month ban over doping violations. He uh, got an intravenous injection of vitamins back in May, which is a method that broke anti-doping rules. And also trending David Bowie today because the first known recording of David Bowie, discovered in an old bread basket, will be up for auction later this year. The tape features a 16-year-old Bowie, and it's part of a collection of memorabilia that was formerly owned by one of his former bandmates. To listen to it? Yeah, I did. It's all, all 16 seconds. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But you know what? A David Bowie fan out there is going to be really happy when yeah. they have their hands on that. Right. That's what's trying to hear my talk. Oh, I got to do the weather. Let's see. That is uh, brought to you by whom? By Wisconsin Dells. Uh, clear sky, 62 tonight. Another great. All these voices in my head get loud. I wish that I could shut them out. I'm sorry that I let you down. That, that, that yeah you don't want to make this work you just want to make this worse want me to listen to you but you don't ever hear my words you don't want to know my hurt yet let me guess you want it all right gang um listen thanks for hanging out with us so we had heard about i don't know maybe it was two and a half months ago that abc announced that they were canceling the chew at noon um and they were going to replace it with a fourth hour or a third, third hour Third hour of Good Morning America Mm -hmm. programming. And they had done this a couple of years ago, actually back in um, 20... uh, When did they do it with Josh Elliott? 2012 with Josh Elliott and Laura Spencer. Mm -hmm. And it was a Good Morning America show. And it was at 1 o'clock here, not 12 o'clock, because all my children were still on. So now um, they're going to have this program, Good Morning America, hosted by... Your guy. What's up, America? I have some very exciting news that I want to share with you guys. But of course, I couldn't do it alone. Isn't that right, Sarah? That's right, Michael. It's too, too, too good. Let's do this. All right. Starting Monday, September 10th, Sarah and I, we're going to team up on... I don't want to... Sarah, go ahead. You take it. I got it, Michael. It's the new third hour of GMA, and we're calling it GMA Day. GMA Day. That's right. Tell your friends, tell your family, shout it from the rooftops. Because it's about to go down. And we want you guys to join us so that we can make every day an amazing GMA day. I love how that sounds. So much. I love it for one <laughs> too, Sarah. That's right. I cannot wait to kick things off with so you. So this is yeah. why she's leaving The View. This is why she's yeah, leaving yeah. The View. Is it on right at 9? So no, 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 no. Noon. It's going to be on at noon. So what they're going to do is... 
They have... Um, That's the part I don't understand, yeah. but I guess they got Kelly they in. They got Kelly yeah. in The View. Mm-hmm. And then they've got an hour of... Um, we have our local programming, Channel 5 News, is on from 11 to 12 yeah. here. Right. Um, so what they said, and I thought we have something in common with them. If you guys remember when we were just... Went from a three-hour show to a two-hour program. Oh, yes, that made me really. so mad. Oh. And that's when we, the, you guys, the states way, way back. But, <laughs> I'm like, um, why would they put the people who are lightning in a bottle in the corner? <laughs> Don't put baby in a corner. Right. And take away an hour from I was so us. excited. Oh, not me. I'm I was furious. I was so excited because I, I was thinking we'd get off no, at five, no. but no. They ha- All right. So, anyway. Okay, fine. That so, didn't last long. No, the no. senior executive producer, Michael Korn of Good Morning America, says, you know, we have too much content for our two hours in the morning. So, we've got all this extra content. Plus, we have a live in studio audience from eight to nine o'clock. So, what they're going to do is these are going to be pre taped. It's going to be a pre-taped show. They're oh. going to use the live audience that they have there okay. and have Sarah Haynes and Michael Strahan do something after the show ends. It's getting tough out there for Kit and uh, Natalie and Kathy and Hodalee. A lot of entertainment There's- shows that are similar. We got Jason. I mean, it's it's very packed from Wendy Williams. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of right. shows. And I don't know. I can't think of one reason why I would watch it at noon. I can't think of one because I don't think I'm that watching Wendy at noon. Well, well, right. Wendy and I'm getting ready I know, for work. I, I kind of like Wendy's dishy. Because it's a different take. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it. I'll totally put it on the DVR because I'm, I am putz, like you said, we are putzing around for at mm-hmm. work. But I was wondering why. So Sarah Haynes is le- leaving The View. Paula Ferris. Paula Ferris. But she doesn't want to work weekends anymore. No. I get that. She wants to focus on bigger stories. And isn't she only on The View like once a week? Yeah, she isn't on a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, the but one Sarah I think will be missed on the view. I like Sarah. Yeah. She's got a sunny disposition. I'm, yeah, I'm wondering if uh Megan uh Kelly? No, Megan uh, McCain will get a renewal of her contract. Well, according to Sherry Shepard, yeah. uh, who used to be on The View. Wasn't she, she just on The View the other day? No, she was on Watch What Happens Live last oh, night with okay. Andy Cohen and and he asked her, um Andy asked her what she thought of Megan McCain, and he said she doesn't have to wear the world on her shoulders. Yeah, she's very... I mean, like, and here's... you. you she seems miserable. She her does Her ears seem are miserable. red. She gets so upset, and and she does represent the conservative viewpoint and everything, but she... She seems like it's her only charge that she's not a person. That yes. she doesn't... She's not a woman. She just is a conservative, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, she needs to be a little bit more level-headed. Right, and yeah. you don't have to, I mean... Who was the other woman they had on that we loved that was the, the conservative? That, Anna Navarro? No, no, no. we or had the, 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 CSNBC. Oh, can't remember her name. Yeah, Sorry, guys. Um, Erica, she got fired because she didn't know the Kardashian names. Oh, Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace. Nicole Wallace. Oh, she yeah. was great. Yeah, she, she was, was fantastic. She All would right. never go back to that. But anyway, okay. so that's happening. I can't think of why I would watch it because I'm getting ready for work then. Yeah. And I'd rather listen to Clean and Bradley. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Because they'll give me more dirt than this show will. Yeah, probably. So, good luck to them. Other things that are happening, um, Donnie has posted this. Julia Roberts is starring in her first kind of TV show. Yeah. And it's a 10-part episode show that's going to be on Amazon. It's called, the series is called Homecoming. And um, we've posted it today. I did not yeah, have a chance about this. to look at it. We've talked about it. But um, it's she is a caseworker at a facility that helps veterans transition back to civilian life, 
but she leaves, and then a detective comes in and tries to figure out why did she leave. And so they kind of all leave. Yeah, I know. He's hot. He's on a podcast. Yeah. And Sissy Spacek, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, that sounds uh-huh. really good. Well, I was excited to read about Shonda Rhimes, her, her uh, slate of eight new shows for Netflix. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Shonda 2.0. She has eight Shonda Land projects. Now, this one I'm very intrigued by because I could not stop reading about Anna Delvey. And it was earlier this winter. Look at, I have that highlighted the most. Look at our taste. This series based on the New York Magazine article, How Anna Delvey Tricked New York's Party People, will be written by Shonda Rhimes herself. And it's this woman who came in and she was a con artist, a young woman in her Mm -hmm. 20s, conned and grifted her way into... Fancy money, New York society, and got invited to everything, made up this whole life for herself. And that one just. If, Lori, that's that one out so of good. all of them, that's the one I'm excited about. Well, I like this one on the Julia Quinn's. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you and I have read these uh, novels, novels, but it's a smart feminist take on Regency England romance about London's high society marriage mart. So that would be. This would be like fiction. a yeah, like yeah. a period piece, I, I, you know. I, I that lo- could be yeah. really good. And then the other one I was sort of excited about was um, this series called "The Residence" that will be based on this nonfiction book, "The Residence: Inside the Private World of the White House," which offers an insider's account of White House residents, staffers, and the lives they share with first families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one could be really yeah. good. It could be really good. And uh, then the Sunshine Scouts. Of yeah. course, I'll watch that because it's about a group of teenage girls who survived the Acopolis while away at sleepaway camp and restart humanity under <laughs> scout rules. Scout That's so rules. up my alley. <laughs> it does. So up and my it's, alley. And it's a half-hour comedy yeah. show. Yeah, but love she, it. But that's just fun to... And she's I, amazing. She's so she's, smart. Yeah. These just sound fun. Different. All of them are kind of a little. A lot different. of them based on books. She's got a couple other ones that will be period pieces that are based on books. So Shonda has been shopping and she's getting novels brought to the big or little screen. Yes, she you know? is. That's she's cool. been shopping now. When we come back, um, two people were at Comic Con and just missed each other by a hair. But oh, I wish they would have run into each other. We would have had a better story. But sometimes I feel like giving up. No medicine is strong. All right, gang. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, So this weekend, Comic-Con started the end of last week. And over the weekend... Oh, I think someone I think someone did some specialing to make sure some people I think they were hoping these two people, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, would bump into each other. Cross paths is uh-huh. Yeah. You don't think so? Let's talk Comic Con. Okay. Let's talk Comic Con. Well, I know Donnie you posted the did you post the Aquaman? Oh yes. Trailer? Yes. And we posted the Fantastic Bees. This is why Johnny Depp settled his lawsuit with TMG because they knew Warner Brothers had an appearance for him at Comic Con. He's in Fantastic Beasts too, and he came out in 
character. Gellert Grindelwald. Is he ever goofy looking? Yeah. He skipped the panel yeah. and he came out and in his English accent waving a wand over the audience. The greatest gift of your applause is not for me, but for yourselves. Magic only blooms in the dark soul. He says this like, you know, five sentence uh, little uh, thing and then the lights go dark. Poof. And he's gone. <laughs> typical Johnny. That's typical Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> and And I think... And I think Warner Brothers was happy with that because they don't have to let him sit down and explain and have people ask him too many well, questions about his Rolling Stone interview that or anything. That may be, but an hour before Warner Brothers debuted the Aquaman cast, they had the surprise appearance from Johnny Depp. So it was one hour that one Amber hour. Heard and Johnny Depp could have run into each other. So to me, that says Warner Brothers because they have both movies. They don't care one fig Newton. I agree. About Amber Heard or her feelings or what her state of mind is. They just like didn't care at all. And that Aquaman trailer, I mean, that Jason Momoa, he is sexy as hell. I love him. He might be kind of a, you know, say some dumb things, but he is a beautiful, sexy man. And he's going to be Aquaman. But when you watch this trailer, did you guys watch the trailer? I have no. I did, yes. Well, it's your mermaid it, theme, Lori. So I'm, I want okay. I want your first impression because. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give it to you. I feel the same <laughs> way about right. all these type of movies. Julia. Why? Here's a real question. For a superhero like Aquaman, do you really need a backstory? He's just a bloody merman. And of course, there's mermaid land and mermaid culture. What do we need all this angsty feeling stuff? Oh, Lori, oh, you're, the one who, you're the one who wants to have to have mermaid romances. I know, but why does he have to have mixed feelings, mermaid feelings about doing the right thing? Look at the ladies on Siren. They just are mer women. We don't have to get involved in all this other How stuff. How could there be a movie if we don't know about the character, though? And Patrick Wilson looks like a mermaid, like Hitler Youth, and poor, poor Nicole Kidman and Amber Heard. What is what is what does Nicole Kidman look like? Blurry. Well, it's underwater. So. Yeah, it, but it's a, it looks disastrous. It looks and and, and, and under the sea. Yeah, and and Amber Heard. She can't act for crap. Well, she, oh, no. We've never has been her. able to, Terrible okay? Actress. This movie is going to be an unmitigated disaster just the way it always was made fun of on Entourage when they were always trying to get Vince to play Aquaman. Serious? That was that, was one, was of the that one of the running stories in Entourage? And Serious. he would always say, I'm not doing that damn movie. That is hysterical. Because this has been kicked around for a long time, but um, I mean, he it just it, it just looks like a hot mess, it, it and really does. it really does. Yeah, and Merman and the king of the Merman, the main Merman, he doesn't need to have any angst about doing the right thing. He just does it. You're like, a Merman, like I give you Black Panther. Yes. He knows what to do. Yes, Julia. Well, they don't have enough of a story. They didn't they have do. enough of a script, Lori. I know, I know. They just it went... bad. Well, I'm so glad that I'm never going to see that. Well, here's something that happened at Comic-Con. So, they debuted Halloween. The movie? Just, yeah, the, the new movie. One? The okay. new one. Okay, yeah. and Jamie Lee Curtis was in attendance to, to talk about, and they're just for the purposes of this movie that's coming out October 19th, which is going to do, I think, gangbuster business. They're just pretending like, all the sequels didn't happen, okay? And no, but this is a good <laughs> idea. That. Yeah. Okay. And um uh the story Is this where Freddy Krueger was? No, no. No, this is Michael Myers. 
Remember stocking, you know, Laurie Anderson, she's 17. You never saw Halloween. I never saw it. Okay, great movie. Okay. A great, great movie. And so it has, it centers on her character, Laurie Strode, who is suffering from PTSD from being attacked way back when when and living living off the grid in a house equipped with a mini arsenal. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis said that Lori now lives in in complete isolation, waiting for Michael Myers to come back and get (gasps) and, and get to her. And um, she, in the, in the extended trailer, they did a Q and a and a fan um, shared a harrowing story. He recalled an incident when a man was trying to break into the family house. And he said, I remember thinking to myself, what would Jamie Lee Curtis do before he ran out into the street screaming for help at the top of his lung? And he choked up while he said, to make a long story short, I'm here today because of the way you portrayed Laurie Strode. I'm a victor and not a victim. You're the reason and the only reason I came to Comic Con this year. And she came out and she gave wow. him a big hug. And she talked about how she's taking back the narrative because, of course, the Midwest, oh, you got attacked by some psycho. Go back to school in two days or whatever. Yeah. You know, that would be very traumatic. So she said, um, you know, this is a woman who's been waiting 40 years to face the person she knows is coming back. Oh, I'm oh. so in for this. Oh, so that's doesn't pretty, that sound good? Yeah, but that's pretty amazing that someone said, you know, what would this person do? And does she? she just goes and screams. In the original Halloween. Well, she's a good screamer. She and okay. she outwits him, but he is like uh, trying to get her, and it's very scary. She's babysitting. Of course. Of course. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Everybody's scared. That is everybody's nightmare, but now they have so many different things to help you not feel scared. Well, I still think that babysitters get scared. You do? Oh, yeah. Being in someone else's house with creepy sounds and everything, it's scary. You don't know what's going on, depending on the age. So anyway, she just said, um, yeah, so Jamie Lee Curtis is like super excited about uh, this movie, and I am too, and I love that story. I do too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so something that happened while you were gone, Lori, Tell is me. Um, Cher was um, running around Saint-Tropez and <sighs> Ibiza without a bra, and she has beautiful breasts. Oh, I love it. And so that was totally fun um, over the weekend. That was her favorite headline on yeah. Friday. But also, there's a remake of, uh, um, it's not a rebate, but you know how we like Dancing with the Stars Olympians? Yes. That version yeah, yeah. of it. I love that. Now they're doing four short weeks. It was I, so perfect. I know. Now they're doing Dancing with the Stars Juniors. And who they For this fall? Yeah, I think so. They really can't find anybody. No, can they can't. They? But they have Honey Boo Boo mm-hmm. as one of the dancers. Okay. They have the young son on Blackish. Um, oh yeah, that kid is hysterical. Yes, we saw him dan- I saw him dance with Diana Ross. He's an amazing dancer. He's gonna win. He he probably will win. And now they've just um Signed Arana Arana Greenbelt. Um, she is. Let's she? see. She's got dancing in her blood. She is. Her aunt is a dancer in the Glory Estevan musical On Your Feet. So she joins um, other because they're going to have Lori. They're going to have celeb kids, kind of, but they're also going to have kid dancers. So they're not going to dance with grown-ups. They're going to dance with professional yeah, junior dancers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. it's pretty cute. So over the weekend, she made an appearance at Comic Con. And um, she is an actress in Avengers Affinity War. We gotta War. go to this Comic Con sometime. It's, it's kind of on my. Uh, it's on it's my a, bucket it's list. It's a bucket list for yeah. for because I guess like people really bring their cosplay out for that. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I think mm-hmm. that we would um, excel there, Lorraine. Yeah, I do too. I feel like it's right under. 
you know. You have to be in costume, though. You really no, you don't. Oh, we'd we we get dressed. Johnny, we'd get dressed. We're not going to dress in costume. Uh, what the hell? Oh, no my word. I'm going to wear Lori's going to wear her mermaid. Yeah, it'd be very hard for me. Julia have to wheel me in my mermaid costume because you can't walk you couldn't woman but i could remember the mermaid tail at the white elephant party for christmas so amazing but we could get you (laughs) i'm just so great and i and i bring you in in a wheelbarrow as one does as one does when you come in in a wheelbarrow yep i think that would be but there there's a lot of action that happens at that comic i know i feel like we're going Mm mm-hmm I just, you know, was have, Tom Cruise at Comic Con, or how do we know that Jennifer Connelly? No, he said that t- Jennifer Connelly is going to be starring in Top Gun as a bar owner, single mother. Got it. Um, oh, sure, does look amazing. She in does Santa look amazing. Um, he said that one of his premieres for Mission Seventeen. Okay. You know, when he was out and about doing yeah. things, he decided that, yep, yeah, I can't play with I those can't. young girls anymore, and I can't keep talking about my broken ankle. No. Or the studs. Let's get some other things. Let's get some other things. Let's bring back someone else's career. All right, we'll be back, gang, when we come back. Oh, lordy, lordy. Lots to do.